Welcome to the Realty Podcast, where Jillian and Catherine Hyde, Vegas dwellers and real estate sellers. On the Realty on Realty, let us pour you a cup. Learn all about the ins and outs of Las Vegas and how to set yourself up for financial success. Thanks for tuning in. Let's sip some tea. Hello and welcome back to the Realty Podcast. I'm Jillian, joined by Catherine Hyde. And today we are discussing purchasing a property sight unseen. Okay. And this sounds scary because you kind of want to see what you're getting. Of course. But it's not as daunting of a process or a thought to purchase a home sight unseen. And especially due to the pandemic, this has become more popular because... Um, well, we've recently since reopened, but seeing properties is a little bit more tricky just in terms of safety procedures, um, personal health, being cautious, and trying to slow the spread of the virus. So, Catherine, you've had experience even prior to this pandemic with um, buyers purchasing sight and scene, right? Yes. And how does that normally go down? What type of client, can, like, what makes you a candidate for purchasing sight and scene? Uh, more often than not, it's an investor, right? right? So they are purchasing a home based on its investment potential, its return on paper. And um, there are assumptions made. The home, the home, the property should be habitable. It should be in decent condition. The mechanical system should be working, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Um, but since the pandemic, as you said, there has been more emphasis on not putting yourself at risk and walking through unnecessary number of properties. So what we have done to facilitate that is assuming it's an owner-occupied buyer or a vacation home, someone for uh, a property for your own use, we have done virtual showings. So it'll be one person entering the property, therefore not endangering the residents. Right. Uh, and we'll do a full-blown digital tour where it's not just us walking and filming, but we're also creating a 3D floor plan. We create... Um, a 3D tour where you can walk through and go in and out of rooms as, as you see fit. So that's one way of doing it. Um, obviously, that only gives you the the look of, uh, you know, you're just, you're just seeing right. the property. Once we go into contract, keep in mind that you're not all in, money is gone, you know, your deposit is hard or anything like that. You still have due diligence. And that's when we send in an inspector. So that inspector is the individual who's going to turn on the air conditioning, the heater, run every faucet, check underneath the kitchen sink, and look for things that you don't see when we're walking in. And we would do that anyway, whether or not you um, walk the property before making an offer or not. So um, when we're talking about investment properties or tenant-occupied properties, now we can enter them before we couldn't. But that due diligence period is when you as a property purchaser has the right to go in and enter, whether you enter the property at the same time your inspector's there or um, just before. Right. Interesting. And so, worst case scenario, the inspector finds something, plumbing doesn't work, the AC is broken. Um, where do you go from there? So again, that due diligence period is your free look period. We want to find out things like that. Ideally, the inspection happens after a super rainy day. So, you know, if there's anything wrong with the roof or anything like that, we want to find out as much as possible because we want to know uh, what you're purchasing. Is there, uh, you know, do you need to retouch, touch up the grout in the bathroom soon? 
You want to know that so that you can be prepared. Um, let's assume something is terribly wrong. The air conditioning is broken or whatever. During that free look period is the time that we take to negotiate with the seller. Ideally, the seller makes the repairs necessary so that you can close on the property. But if you're an investor or a very handy person, maybe a lot of those things don't matter that much to you or you would prefer to complete the work yourself. Uh, therefore, we would negotiate a monetary credit, a price drop, a combination of the two. Everything is negotiable. And again, you want to make an informed decision. So even though you, make, you may make the offer and go into contract and open escrow sight unseen, it's not really purchasing a Pandora's box. You do have due diligence and you will inspect and, and make an informed decision before closing. If we don't reach an agreement during that due diligence period, again, it's a free look period, we would cancel the transaction, withdraw our offer, and any deposits that we've made would be reimbursed. Interesting. Okay, so that was kind of my follow-up question. Canceling the transaction. Um, it's not necessarily hard during the due diligence period per se, but let's say you make it out of the due diligence period and you need to cancel. What happens then? So the life of a transaction mm -hmm. and a residential transaction and really any finance transaction, you have contingencies. And the deeper we go into the escrow period, the, the tighter those contingencies get. So right. we start with a due diligence period, which is just make sure you're satisfied with the property. If you decide you don't like white walls, that is the, the window of time in which you cancel because of that. Right. Once that's um, over, we've settled the due diligence period, we've removed that contingency, then we have a second contingency, which is an appraisal contingency. Now, that is within a certain number of days, the lender, you and your lender would send over an, an appraiser, which is an who, who is an independent inspector whose job is to give you an opinion of value for the bank's purposes. Right. That individual needs to confirm that the property is whatever you're purchasing that property for, that amount is fair market value for the property. And they right. ensure that for the bank's purposes. So let's say they cannot. There aren't enough comps or they just don't see the value in this home and the property is appraised for less than our contract amount. Right. That window, that appraisal contingency allows us to then pause and negotiate that with the seller. As long as we're doing that within that window of time, we can agree to pay out of pocket. Let's say you're, you're, you went into contract for 300, the property is only worth 295. You can choose to pay 300, you're just paying the five out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. You can choose to have, uh, the seller may choose to drop the price they, from 300 to 295, fantastic. Or you can meet somewhere in the middle. You know, maybe you right. pay 297 and you only pay two out of, whatever. It's, it's, it, that window of time is where we've resolved that concern. Um, if we cannot resolve it, then we cancel the transaction, withdraw our offer, the earnest money comes back. But appraisal contingency, that is, that is the only reason one could cancel during that additional time frame. After that, the last contingency, um, again, these are common contingencies, is the loan contingency. If for whatever reason you cannot obtain your financing, for example, the property, God forbid, something happens to it and it is no longer what you were purchasing before, there was a fire. Right. There's no longer collateral, so that the loan would be turned down, your earnest money would be reimbursed. You lose your job, and you can no longer qualify. Again, the um, as long as we're within that loan contingency window, your earnest money would be reimbursed. Once that expires, there's usually a period of time anywhere from three to seven days before we close the transaction. After the loan contingency, your earnest money is fully non-refundable then. Like I said, it, right. it starts very open, and then it gets tighter and tighter and tighter. So you do have closing. time um, where you are protected 
and yes. not at risk. Um, the key is to be kind of very steadfast with your decision making because um, you want to stay protected as much as possible. Absolutely. You don't want to drag your feet at any point during the transaction. It's also why we highlight doing your homework ahead of time. So we want to know that our loan is going to go through right. as much as we can. Barring any unforeseen circumstance, the loan should go through. We've done all our homework before we even wrote offers. And that's because we don't want to be on the 11th hour and have to scramble. You yeah. know, it's heartbreaking. It's a waste of energy. Money, yeah. Absolutely. Appraisals, same thing. Um, before we write the offer, we've checked comps. We wouldn't overpay for a property. So we've made an educated decision on how much we're going to offer, and we negotiated for that so that there really shouldn't be any issues coming up in appraisal contingencies. Right. Anything can happen, but we want to prepare for uh, the unexpected. Right? Most definitely. And that's definitely the key to why you should always pick an experienced um, realtor. And uh, you're, active, you're very much an active communicator. The second there's a problem, she'll be on the phone calling you. I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> like, regardless of the circumstance, she could be in the bathtub and be like, oh, no, <laughs> it's time to call. <laughs> so she'll protect that earnest money, most definitely. And so when it comes to loans, per se, um, purchasing from out of state, those are common people who do purchase sight unseen. How do I prepare to purchase in a different state? How do I secure financing? It requires a lot of forethought, yeah? Again, yeah, just a little bit of planning will go a long way. Having really good conversations with your realtor to help you identify your goals, identify where you want to go. If it's for your personal use, it wouldn't hurt to make a little trip ahead of time and just make sure you're familiar with certain neighborhoods. Um, the house itself, assuming all of the homework was done, really, it's the easiest part. Uh oh, oops. Um, so uh, homework really does help us. If you're purchasing from out of state and you're going to finance, you have to make sure that your lender is licensed to work in Nevada. Sometimes right. we get like out of state lenders to, and the client is approved and the lender wasn't approved to, to finance properties in Nevada. Um, what else? Uh, good communication is important. We have a source uh, or resources or vendors or partners. We use them regularly. Thankfully, because of our volume, we're able to use them repeatedly. So if we need a sewer inspector, we have that. If we need a property inspector, a roofer, a handyman to give us a quote, because, you know, maybe maybe the cabinets are a little beat up and you want to refinish them. We want to know how much that would cost us as early as possible so that you can budget for it. So right. we have all of that for you and we're able to help you. Um, again, just get your ducks in a row so that everything flows as smoothly as possible. Right. And so it's definitely good to hear that purchasing sight unseen doesn't necessarily mean you're just purchasing like a Trojan horse or something you've like really never seen before. There are the option for virtual tours where Catherine or any of our agents could go in and film the property for you, FaceTime you. Um, we do virtual 3D tours, meaning we can give you a full floor plan where you can like walk through and see the property in a virtual reality sort of way. <laughs> and then also we have access to great inspectors. Um, you will be getting a full down to the studs and yes our inspectors are very thorough yeah uh, we want to we want you to know what you're purchasing and like i said it could be little things like there's a couple of stucco cracks here you know things that aren't really normally a major item right but you know just you know that in the near future you may have to touch up the exterior paint a few things right. waterproof certain things yeah yeah so from like the inside of the home all the way to the outside cosmetic 
they'll look out for you. And um, as we learned, canceling a transaction is not exactly hard. It's not ideal, but it is possible. And, um, you know, your realtor has, will always look out for your best interest. And <laughs> regardless of the situation, there is no need to be fearful. And um, during this pandemic, it is extremely important to be cautious and sanitary and definitely try and slow the spread. And this is a great way to do it, most definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's efficient too, yeah. with your time. Time is money. Well, anyways, thank you, Catherine, for telling us all about sight unseen properties. And if you are interested in viewing a 3D home or purchasing sight unseen, Go ahead and visit our Hyde Real Estate website where we do have some properties with 3D tours. Yes, most of our office listings will have a 3D tour. We take great pride in, in preparing full marketing packages for all of our listings. Um, it, it's an expense, but it's such a great resource for the client. I mean, it just helps us do our job better. Right, and that's actually really nice to think about. You can be like 2 a.m. in bed in your pajamas and touring homes. Touring homes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Don't need to be up during the daytime hours. So regardless of your circumstance, we are here for you. Let's get you a home. Let's sell your home. Whatever your situation is, stay safe, Realty listeners, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Want more Realty? Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Check out highrealestate.com for more real estate opportunities. And as always, stay thirsty.